You're listening to Bo and Dave's excellent podcast, Chicago's podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bo and Dave's show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bo and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. This is episode number 62, Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. I am Dave. I will be your host today. Bill has the night off. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, subscribing, telling your friends. We're just a couple guys here in Chicago trying to uh, maybe give you a little bit of an escape from whatever you got going on for a half hour, hour. Uh, so thank you so much for listening and clicking subscribe and play and hopefully you're rating us, all that fun stuff. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, um, just a heads up, this is a little bit of a format change from what we normally do. Normally we'll record our episode if we have an interview or a guest or whatever uh, and we'll 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 post it unedited. And uh, we, I do that for a reason because I, I like the organicness of it. I don't want to be overproduced. But this week we've got uh, a little bit of a special circumstance. We'd had a great interview earlier this week with James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti. You would know them from the show uh, One Tree Hill that was on the CW for many, many years. Um, and they were on promoting their new show that they wrote and produced called Everyone's Doing Great. They've got a pilot out there and they're they're doing the tour, um, showing it, um, building excitement. And it is great. We did get to see it. Uh, But the interview uh, is one thing, but the reason why we're editing it and changing the format is because since we did the interview, uh, they've actually put up an Indiegogo page, uh, crowdfunding crowdfunding to uh, raise money to produce an entire season. And uh, uh, you're going to hear the interview and it's great. You're going to hear it in its entirety. I didn't cut up the interview at all, but uh, I wanted to make sure that I told you how to support these guys because they're really, really, uh, it's a really funny show. I liked it a lot. It's called Everyone's Doing Great. Um, and you can go to Indiegogo.com, search Everyone's Doing Great, and uh, you can back it. And, what you know, the fun thing with crowdfunding is if you donate, there are different levels, different perks you get for different amounts that you donate. So I wanted to make sure that you had that information. So go there, check it out. Um and yeah, so we're going to go to the interview now, and uh, I'll catch you after. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got with us uh, some very special guests. Uh, they're here promoting their new show. Uh, everyone's do- Everyone is doing great. We've got James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti on the phone. Guys, welcome to the show. Greetings. Thank you for having us. Ab- hey, thank you. <laughs> now, uh, just a little background. Obviously, uh, for for anyone who doesn't know who uh, who James and Stephen are, James you may know as uh, Nathan Scott from One Tree Hill. Uh, Stephen Stephen Coletti, you're going to know him from One Tree Hill as well. Uh, he he actually played Ch- uh, Chase Adams, and uh, you were on there quite a lot towards the end. I know that, and uh, you might also know him as Stephen Coletti from uh, Laguna Beach. So, uh, guys, it's been a been a long road for you two. 
it has been a long road. By the way, we, we couldn't hear the, uh, the the crowd going wild when you introduced us, so if you could add that in, oh, that, you could add that in in post. That'd yeah, be great. Absolutely. That'd be great <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Guys, um, first of all, I, I was able to, to watch the show last night, and uh, you know, before I, before I give uh, my critique, I just want to let everybody know that you, I know you guys have been busy with the TV festivals uh, just around the country. You got uh, Austin coming up. You got Monticello, uh, uh, Monte Carlo over in uh, Europe. Uh, New York's coming up. But you guys just had two sold-out screenings at the Kansas City Film Fest, man. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, Kansas City was a lot of fun. Um, I'd been to that film festival before, and they just there's a, a really, uh, really great filmmaker-friendly culture that they create there. And... Um, yeah, the 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 city turned out well for us. I think there was a lot of a lot of support for for our screening, and, and it just it definitely felt good to um, sell out the two shows. But it wasn't um, a relief until the shows were over, because even though everybody bought tickets, they obviously hadn't seen or heard anything about it yet. So it was pretty nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and it was. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say it was great to have that uh, engagement with with an audience you know, that we haven't had before because we've shown, you know, the show a little bit to friends and family. Uh, we had a little screening and so naturally, you know, it's going to be a good response. Usually, hopefully if you've got a decent family, it's going to be that way. Um, <laughs> and you know, uh, to have now just people that whether they've seen, you know, James and I on, on previous shows and, and, uh, uh, to see them, you know, get a, get a response right away. And, you know, it was, it was great to get that. It, it put us in a more comfortable place because, you know, to say that our nerves weren't, uh, driving us a little crazy before those first Kansas City screenings would be a lie. Um, and, you know, to engage with the fans afterwards and, and the Q&As to have some great questions coming our way, it just... And, and for them, to, some of the questions to kind of put a stamp on some of the stuff that we were trying to achieve with the show and, and, and the way we shot it and, you know, the, the tone of it and whatnot. And um, it was just we're like, okay, that was a big breath of, you know, a big uh, uh, relief, yeah, uh, after you know, those screenings for us to be able to, to do that and say, okay, looks like we're, we're, we will take it to these other festivals, I guess. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> if Kansas City didn't go well, we would not be on your podcast right now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, and this is, this is, uh, the premise is great, right? And, and I don't think I'm giving anything away here by, by saying it's about two guys. They, they were, they were on a, you know, popular TV show, you know, and, uh, and by the way, I love the, 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 the posters for that TV show that are in some of the scenes are just great. Um, but eternal. Uh, yeah. Eternal. <laughs> it's just fun- What's your favorite season? <laughs> yeah. Or, right. Did you like eternal, the vampire drama season three or eternal, the vampire drama season four? <laughs> season four is when James's character died. So I'm pretty sure you like that one best. Right. On. <laughs> you know, but, but the, the thing is, is, uh, so, so the two, these two guys were in that show, then it was popular and you're, I don't know, I think it's five years down the road and, and kind of dealing with that, you know, be, being on a show like that and, and, and life afterwards. So um, I thought that was an interesting concept. But what, what's even cooler is you guys got a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that. You guys, I mean, you guys wrote it. Uh, I got James directed it. I would assume Stephen probably helped it, uh, somewhat in that. Um, so this is all Absolutely. you guys, man. This is pretty amazing. Yeah, thanks, man. It was it was a very big undertaking, and it was one that we approached um, in a sort of experimental way because you know we we both believed that we knew what we were setting out to do, um, but it was still it was always a question of whether or not the finished product is going to work and whether or not people are going to get it or be on the same frequency, um, and if it's really going to register. And so, 
from the get, we were like, all right, this is like, this is our, this is our project. We're going to have fun doing it. We're going to learn a lot doing it. We're going to put everything we have into it. And if it sucks, nobody's going to see it. <laughs> it, was, it was really, li- it was actually really liberating and kind of created this freedom um, and, and just took the pressure off knowing that, you know, knowing that regardless of what happened, we were only going to put something that we believed in out into the world. Um, so while it was, you know, it was an enormous amount of work and it continues to be an enormous amount of work. It still feels like fun. Like there's no, you know, there's nothing else we'd rather be doing at this moment. Right. Now, how, how long of a process is this? Like, so, so you guys, you get together, you have this idea that maybe it could be a show, you start writing it and, and then you film it. I mean, how long of a process is this? Are we talking years? Is this, uh, is this happened pretty quick once you get the ball rolling or, or, or what kind of a process are you guys working with? Um, I would say, um, you know, James came to me with the idea, uh, in the early part of 2017, it was kind of a January and, and, um, you know, we, we'd been through years prior, we'd, we'd talked about different stuff or, you know, try to get other projects off the ground. And sometimes, you know, you go off and you do other things. It just kind of fizzles out or you get more interested in something else. And it just doesn't happen. It's kind of the way it goes. But with this idea, um, right away when he told it to me, I was like, oh yeah yeah, we, we need to do this. You know, I was like, I see this pretty clearly. And after just, uh, you know, within the week, a couple of kind of creative sessions, um, it was like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is, this is kind of coming into focus, um, very well. And, and let's go. So from there, um, you know, there were a couple of months of kind of getting other people on board and of course, polishing what we were trying to achieve with our pilot. Um, and, and then, you know, about a month out from shooting, which was in late spring, it was sometime in April of, um, I guess it's early spring, uh, April of 2017, you know, we set some days to, uh, to shoot it. And, um, and we did. And it was just kind of, it became, I think, because this, this project we, we both felt very strongly about, um, you know, from the jump, it, it, it just, it, it motivated us to just, quickly get it just get it going you know get, get it on its feet let's get a set a production date let's set these goals these are when we want to shoot and um you know just him and i working together on that and bringing the other people in that that helped us out um everyone was motivated everyone was on board and excited so it, i would say that this pushed this much quicker than you're going to see a lot of productions you know it, it was a bigger production than you know you and a couple buddies just shooting a short in the backyard on a weekend we knew it needed to be more than that. So there needed to be time. We needed to cast it properly. We needed to do proper rehearsals, um, which we did. And um, thankfully with all that, you know, within um, about a six month period, um, we were in post-production from the day we started talking about it until, um, you know, it was almost ready. Yeah. I think it was about five or six months before we had our first actual screening of it. Wow. Um, But it's interesting, like this, 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 you know, going about something independently, um, and especially for the first project, you know, full length project that we built together from the ground up, um, you know, once we sort of finished that, that first version that we then screened for people, there was a lot more work to do after we started submitting to film festivals, because then it was about, you know, making sure that our sound was all tuned up, making sure that we really had the best quality cut and the right cut for these film festivals, making sure that we could afford all the music, which we couldn't. So then we had to go get music that we could afford. And, you know, dealing with music licensing is a whole other world that neither of us had any, you know, idea. Yeah, you wouldn't about, think. Really. Yeah. And so, so now it's, you know, now it's what over, uh, that's about a year and a half later, almost from, from conception. And, um, and we're really just kind of releasing it wide. So, 
Um, it certainly doesn't feel like a year and a half, but that is that is more or less the timeline. That's 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 pretty amazing. I would have thought it would take it would take longer than that, but but obviously, you know, there, it's 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 uh, it's it's hilarious, right? So it's really funny, and, and I can relate with like being in a, being in a, in a in a group of guys or whatever your friends and, and coming up with things like, man, it would be hilarious if we did this. And then you push it um, because some of the, it's pretty outrageous this, this show and, and without giving too much away, I'm curious, there's a couple scenes in there where I, you know, I can just imagine everybody like laughing their ass off when they're, when they're writing it, but then it comes time to shoot it. And I wonder if, uh, if, if that's a little difficult for, for you, I, you know, let's, let's say like, you know, there's a couple bathroom scenes or, or one of the uh, audition scene that that I think are, are hilarious. Yeah. But I can imagine that, like, you're like, oh shit! Now we have to actually, uh, we actually have to shoot this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think there, I think for all three of those scenes, there was a real reality check when we were about to say action. Like, <laughs> all right, this is actually happening. Um, and then we all kind of, you know, we, we lean on each other, uh, definitely in, in, in deciding whether or not, you know, if we were going too far or we weren't going far enough. Um, generally speaking, we weren't going far enough. So it has just ended up, um, <laughs> being this sort of game of chicken to see who would go the furthest or who could push each other the furthest. Um, but that was a real, that was a real testament to our production core as well. Our creative, you know, producing team, Ian and Eshin Melms. Um, they were kind of our eyes and ears behind the camera when we were, um, you know, in front of the camera all the time. Um, and they are, you know, they're directors, they're a great directing team. Uh, and so for, to, to have them, you know, sitting behind video village watching us, especially through those more outrageous scenes, um, sort of letting us know if it's going to be too much. Uh, we we really put a lot of trust in them and they, they never steered us wrong. No, <laughs> the payoff yeah, is just great. To add on. <laughs> Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, just to add on top of that a little bit, I think um, those those scenes are definitely, you know, the most fear, as you were kind of connecting, like there's, you know, you write them out, oh, this will be fun, and then it comes time to shoot, and you're like, I mean, th- I mean that day circled on the calendar, right? You're like, oh, this is the day I got to do this audition team, and this <laughs> this this one is, is one that is, is, you know, for me, is going to be uh, it's sticking out the most, right? Um, right. And, and to go into it and just um, you know, you kind of just have full commitment and say, yep, I've probably got the most fear out of any other scene than doing this. Um, and I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to come from it. Like with this, my, I think my fear is coming from a place of like, this is just, maybe this was just funny just talking about it, but now we're actually shooting it and it's a pivotal part of a show. Like, is it going to work? No, there's no way. Right. And then action. And you're like, Oh God, here we go. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to commit. And thankfully, you know, of course, it's those scenes where you hold the most fear and there's the most concern and all that, that at the end of the day, you go back and you, you see the show like those are those are sticking out. And and that's what we wanted. That was the, the you know, you want those to be memorable in a way and, and have a reaction from people. And you know what? Us having the reaction shooting it uh, should, you know, <laughs> it should hopefully get just as strong a reaction from an audience witnessing it. Now, is, is something like that, like. Are, are is and maybe not even just that in general, but are any of these things are these uh, is this stemming from experience or like an exaggeration of experience or a horror story you've heard just being in the business, um, or is it just you guys having fun and hey let's let's see him do this? It's a wonderful hodgepodge of everything. Like as far as there's 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 moments that are close to um, home for either James and I just being you know in, in our lives or 
stories that we've heard from other people or, you know, something, a story that we've, you know, uh, found ourselves in, but then, you know, we've obviously been inspired by it and then taken it to, uh, um, you know, an nth degree uh, for the show. You know, I, I've, I've got, you know, James and I both have audition scenes and horror stories of things that we had to do in auditions, you know, talk your ear off about them. Um, and so, you know, the audition scene is, is, um, inspired by, by a scene and there's just little details, right? There's, um, you know, there's something about that audition scene. I wish I could tell you more, but like, there's a moment in it, uh, that kind of before everything starts to kind of go sideways in that scene, um, that, you know, something similar that, that happened to me. And then from there, you know, that's what inspired what happens is as the scene starts to go sideways or the audition goes sideways and where we took that, you know, we just, we just wanted to say, okay, how can we make it? How can we even, you know, take it further? And, and that, that's what a lot of the show is, is, you know, stories we've heard over the years, uh, experiences that we've seen, um, things that we've dealt with personally, take that and then just apply it into these characters that we created, the fictional characters and their storylines. And then just, you know, how do we make it bigger? Right. <laughs> Where can we go with this? You know? Right. Right. <laughs> you guys definitely did it. And I got to tell you, anyone who's going to be in these towns, Austin, uh, Monte Carlo, New York, you got to go to the festival. Check this, check this show out. I mean, it, it's definitely yeah, we got Denver. Um, yeah. Series Fest in the end of June as well. Oh, awesome. In Denver. Man, you guys really got the road show going. Holy cow. Now, do all of these festivals, are you doing a, a kind of a and a with the audience or just uh or just a few of them yeah so following following each screening um there will be definitely a q a we'll be answering all the questions anybody has um within reason of course and then there's um, also some you know some panels and things that we'll be a part of um that are still coming together at these festivals so that's that's what makes this whole festival tour so exciting for us. It's not just putting the show up on a big screen in front of people, but it's interacting with the people that have seen it and seeing firsthand the effect that it has on an audience. And then also, you know, being able to mingle in that festival atmosphere with other filmmakers and audiences and just it's the, it's the purest form of feedback. It's it's it's, you know, it's the closest thing we get to be to being, um, you know, on stage at a rock show. Right, right. <laughs> Now, uh, here's a question for James. Now, uh, obviously, you've got directing experience, whether it's One Tree Hill or the Royals uh, on E! That's got uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Um, how are you able to take that directing experience you have and carry it over into a project like this? Um, I think I think the main thing that was carried over from those from those experiences was just a sense of confidence. And knowing that that you know I could I could put this together and that I knew how to approach the situation um, and and I knew how to really be in control of of all of the elements at once and bring it home um, without anything falling apart, <laughs> which is always uh, it's always a possibility whenever you go into production. It's always the worst nightmare. But I've had enough successful experiences to know that. Um, and also was surrounded by this group of people that I've been working with for so long. I've worked with Steven for years. I've worked with the Nelms brothers and Michelle Lang and Johnny Durango, our director of photography. We've all worked together on multiple projects for multiple years. So it was, you know, stepping into this incredible safety net really helped. But I think that there was just this sense of confidence of like, I've been here before. I've done this before. And now I get to do with my best friends. So um, it, it really helped. But then I think there were some, some some things I had to unlearn as well, because when you come from the world of 
episodic, you know, television, everything is very regimented and everything is very structured and the camera is placed here and it's on a dolly and the dolly is on a track and there's seven people that have to work around that camera at any given time. And, you know, with a show like this, we're shooting in a very highly naturalistic way. Um, the, you know, the camera movement's very handheld. Uh, the actors are free to move around the room and use the space. Uh, it's really, you know, meant to feel like the natural flow of just how, how, you know, we want the audience to feel like they're a fly on the wall of, you know, two people just sort of existing and trying to figure out life. So I really had to strip down my skill set and, and think more in terms of character being in the moment, what's going on, um, what's going on between two people, as opposed to what's, what, what can we do, you know, creatively with the camera. Right. Um, so, uh, so yeah. That's a long-winded answer. No, no, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a great point. The way it's shot, because this shot, it it is definitely different, and uh, and, and I dug it. I think it, it it felt more personal, like you were a part of it, like you were like I almost felt like I was in the room with you guys sometimes, you know. Um, and and it was that was done really well. I, I'm curious with with something like that when you shoot like that, do you keep pretty tight to the script, or do you allow for some wiggle room, you know, to to maybe improv a little bit, you know, rather than because obviously it's probably a little harder to hit certain marks when you're filming that way, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And again, that was a big learning process for us in, in the style that we did shoot it because we worked off the script um, that we purposely kept pretty loose. We, we wanted a lot of room for improvisation, uh, ad-libbing to go on. And then we, you know, the actors were all aware of that. Um, and, and while it was great, what we wanted to achieve from that in specific moments we felt like we got, but it also did make for a headache in, you know, continuity. Uh, it was tough. We, we, you know, we kind of, there was this distillation process that we would go through where we'd go through a scene and we kind of throw everything up there. And then, you know, we'd come back and the Nelms brothers, Ian and Ash would probably come in talk to James and I say, you know what, this is what's really working. We like these moments. Let's try to go back and, and comb through these again. And, and we do that. Um, and, you know, try to, you know, find some sort of semblance of, of the continuity of, of what might have been going on from the first takes. Um, but, you know, we, by the, the end of the shoot, we, we were able to get it down. Uh, and we were able to do it much more efficiently than, say, you know, the first couple of days. Um, and, you know, while it does make it difficult and in editing, you, you start to, you know, curse and, and, and slam your hand on things. But it, it at the end of the day, I think what we got from some of those moments um, – is, is really what we're hoping to achieve. And we're very happy with the result of that. And we feel like the actors had a good time with it. We, um, they're able to kind of explore something that they don't necessarily get to do because they're on, you know, an episodic TV series that again, it's robotic in a way. Everything's kind of very regimented and, and you just got to kind of go, go, go and stick to the script. This really, you know, when you have the inspiration to do something different, we absolutely welcomed it. And, um, we feel it really well worked in our favor. Right on. So, so like, <clears throat> so now you're 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 taking this you're taking the show on the road. Um, assuming it it gets picked up, what what's the process like from here? Do you guys have other episodes written, or do you have to wait for like, hey, hey, Netflix wants to order eight episodes, and then you write the eight episodes? How does that part work? <laughs> well, um, yeah. I mean, I think it, that's the biggest question mark for us. I mean, we're creatively, we're completely prepared. For, to, to, to go into production on a season at, at, at any point. We've, we've written our scripts for the first season um, and you know we've got our show really mapped out even beyond that. 
Um, but you know, we're ready to pounce into production whenever we get that, that budget. Um, so as far as, you know, what the next steps are in terms of, you know, if somebody makes us an offer, or if we're going to end up shooting it ourselves and crowdfunding the budget, um, uh, you know, we're, we're still kind of figuring out, you know, are we going to do it ourselves? We're going to have a partner. It's, it's really, there's so many different ways to get your project seen nowadays. And there's so many different platforms making incredible content. It seems like there's a new one that springs up every month. Um, and, and there are so many opportunities that we're going to be exposed to at these festivals. You know, these festivals are going to have um, independent pilot marketplaces, which we're really excited to be engaging in. Oh, cool. And and so we're kind of not really trying. We're, we're kind of trying to stay a little bit loose and a little bit flexible in terms of how we think about these next steps, because I think the reality is we have no idea what's about to hit us. Um, it, it could be all kinds of great things or it could be nothing or it could be anywhere in between. <laughs> right, right. We just know that creatively, creatively we're prepared and we know what our show is. So I feel like that's the strongest, that's the strongest uh, position for us to be in right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Ho- hopefully whatever opportunities you guys, uh, you guys get, and I'm sure you're going to get a ton of them because I mean, the show, the show is great. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I got to think like, Oh, with, with as much as you guys have into it, an important part's going to be that you get, you know, you get to keep the the creative control. You know, I know, I know, you know, Louis C.K. did a great job with that. I mean, obviously, you guys, you guys are onto something here, man. It's it's hilarious, and 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 the the beauty of it is, is like you, you don't have to know the guys from their previous work because it, it stands on its own. You know. I, I think it's funnier when when you realize like oh, great. <laughs> that when when you realize like the background of like the One Tree Hill and stuff it it, it makes it even funnier. So I but you guys nailed it, man. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is that is uh, that is incredibly validating. That's, I mean, we love we love hearing that. We love that the 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 most gratifying thing for us in this whole process is that it's putting smiles on people's faces. And you know, there's no. I mean, we didn't we don't come from the world of comedy. And we, you know, certainly have not gone on, um, you know, huge festival tours, you know, before. So being able to be in a, in a theater uh, and, and, and listening to people laugh at the work is, uh, is just this like kind of new and, and incredible and wonderful experience for us. So we're really grateful. Right on, right on. So uh, we got some uh, kind of uh, kind of little off the wall questions here and maybe not so much related to the show. And again, the show is called Everyone is Doing Great. So make sure you watch out for that at the festivals. We're going to plug those too, but I do have some some questions that maybe don't relate to the show as much. Uh, this one's for Steven. Uh, a few years back, maybe even longer than that, you were in a music video with Taylor Swift. And uh, the question, yep. <laughs> and you got to Do get, you know, the name of that music video. Uh, it I'm was, you. it was called White Horse, and you got to get a little snuggly with there uh, it is. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. What do we have for him, Johnny? I will send you a DVD copy signed by me, uh, of White Horse. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, you got to get a little snuggly with her. Uh, the question is, do you, uh, were you ever able to keep in touch with her after the video shoot or was it just kind of a one and done and now she doesn't recognize you when you run into each other? Oh no, she is a sweetheart. If, uh, if I know if I, I saw her on the street right now, she would come up and give me a big hug. Um, yeah, we, we stay in touch a little bit for sure. Um, yeah. And she's one of those people where, um, I, even though she's done, I think, well, I don't know, over, 20 music videos and probably had over 20 guys as love interest in there and i'm sure each and every one of them she remembers because she's just kind of that person you know i remember from meeting her um i was like oh this girl is just 
you know, she's on a rocket ship to stardom and, and deservingly so there's just that she's had the pedigree, um, and, and, you know, who she was, the way she was interacting with people. And then she's great because she was so sweet. And, and, um, at the same time there was, you could tell that there's this competitive drive, you know, uh, about wanting to succeed and just, you know, tap into an audience and share her music. And I was like, okay, there's nothing that's going to stop this girl. So, um, you know, it wouldn't be surprised me that she it wouldn't surprise me if she, you know, never forgets the face and, and it's photogenic memory. And, and, um, yeah, I, I, I wish I had something bad to say about it, but I can't. It's not a good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing that, but love for, uh, nothing but love for Taylor Swift. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, James, this is for you. Uh, we all know you like to hoop up. You were, uh, quite the basketball player. I, I'm sure you still got skills. Uh, the question is now keep in mind, we're in Chicago here. Uh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? I know we know you know the game, so I, you have some insight, and I'm sure you have pretty strong opinions on it. Um, yeah, you know, I think this is like one of those things that's going to become a generational question, it's right? Starting to anyway, um, because because I feel like the, the debate is the debate is evolving, and it's evolving in LeBron James's favor. And I'm all for progress. I'm all for, um, you know, I'm all I'm all for what LeBron James has done for the game and his game. But, you know, obviously I'm just, I, I grew up being in absolute awe of what Michael Jordan did. And those, you know, I think anytime you watch somebody perform at their peak, uh, when you're in your formative years, it just has this effect on you. And they just become almost like this mythical being in your mind. And that, you know, that doesn't never really go away. That doesn't ever get replaced in, in your adulthood by, by anything. So I got to go with Michael Jordan. There you go. All right. Good answer. Good answer. And then, uh, while we're on the subject of basketball, uh, I, just, I, would, I would like to chime in. Oh, there we go. This is Steven. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to add to that a little bit. Uh, I'm also going to go with Michael Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Steven, I didn't butt in on your Taylor Swift question. I don't know why I had to butt in on my Michael Jordan question. I just, uh, I, I, for, for my generation, I, I got to speak for Jordan and the mythical creature. I'm sure the kids below me are going to are going to say LeBron, but. Um, yeah, I just want to add another point for Michael Jordan. Right there, you go. Now, uh, are you? I, you know I, what? Hey, there'll never be another Jordan. There'll never be another LeBron, and there'll never be another Kobe Bryant. This is there true. This is true. You guys are California guys. So, do you guys? Uh, are you guys rooting for Golden State? I mean, I, 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 I don't know that uh, that that the Cavs even have a chance here. But um, maybe when you got LeBron, you guess you always have a chance. I just saw that he's like there. Uh, the spread. LeBron's never been an underdog by twelve points, and it's a twelve point or by more than twelve points, and it's a twelve point spread uh, tonight, which is really interesting. I I, I would have thought it would have been a, you know always a little bit closer, but um, I don't know. I, I think uh, I I don't have a horse in the race. I'm a Laker fan, uh, a lonely, lonely Laker fan at this point, <laughs> not knowing what the future holds. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I like to think that, uh, you know, after I think the Golden State Warriors are um, one of the best teams ever assembled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they added Kevin Durant. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if Le- LeBron can – I don't know if they can overcome this one. Um, but um, it can never count out LeBron. I, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. So we've talked about it all. We talked basketball. We talked uh, – we talked uh, Taylor Swift, and uh, obviously uh, everyone's everyone is doing great. It's the name of the show. You can check it out at the at the festivals coming up: Austin, uh, Denver, 
Monte Carlo, uh, New York. You got, I mean, it's all there. You can check it out. Um, but you can follow, uh, you can follow James and Steven on Twitter. It's uh, at this is Lafferty at Stephen Coletti, and you can also follow the show uh, on Twitter at uh, EDGTV Show. Right? I think I got that right. And uh, also Instagram. You got at, that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Instagram too, and, and I think Instagram's the way to go too. I, I love Instagram. It's a great way I think to reach people. Uh, at James Lafferty, at Stephen Coletti, and at Everyone Is Doing Great on Instagram. Um, you follow that for all your updates. That's all you need to do. And uh, and look out for it because uh, it's a great show, man. I can't congratulate you guys enough. Seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you. We really appreciate you taking the time today and, and taking the time to watch it. And um, and yeah, hopefully we'll be bringing it to uh, to Chicago soon. We're we're submitted to some film festivals there, and um, very much looking forward to. Uh, we both love the city, and we're very much looking forward to you know. Show, showing it there. Hopefully, we get a coming out party in in Chattown. Well, we'll 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 pull some strings and see what we can do. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, if we, if you yeah. guys if you guys do make it <laughs> out, <laughs> well, if you guys do make it out, have you seen out, the uh, the lineup for Have you seen the lineup for Riot Fest? Yeah, Riot Fest just came out. Uh, yeah, yesterday with Blink One Eighty Two, Alkaline Trio, all kinds of uh, back. Everyone. Oh yeah, Beck is in there. Incubus, yeah. Interpol. Oh man. I might have to make it out there for. Well, if, if it, everyone is doing good, we'll have a riot fest screening. Yeah, maybe we can do a pop up shop, just you know, a pilot on uh, on uh, um, a loop in a tent. You know what? <laughs> the, if, if if anyone's gonna let you do it, riot fest would be the place. Right? Riot Mike's got it going on. That whole that that whole group that puts on riot fest they're really cool and. Uh, I'm sure they'd love to have you guys out there too. Cool. So, right. well, right on, man. All right, well, guys. Yeah, thank you very much, and best of luck with the shows. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Good luck, guys. All right, thank you. All thanks. right, thanks. Bye. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed the interview, James Lafferty, Stephen Coletti. Let's make sure we get those Twitter handles out there again. It's at this is Lafferty at Stephen Coletti. That's with a ph at edgtv show. Everyone is doing great. Don't overthink it. Uh, Instagram, it's uh, at James Lafferty, at Stephen Coletti, at everyone is doing great. And again, uh, if you want to support the project, and I really, I really, uh, I, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think it was a great show. It's a great show. I saw the pilot. It was really, it was really well done, really funny. And uh, it's just two guys, you know, trying to make it happen. So let's uh, help them out. You know, every little bit helps, whether it's $5, $10, whatever you got, Uh, and you can be a part of this thing, and it's really cool. Uh, Right now, I mean, looking at it, they're over well over $60,000. Their goal is $350,000. It costs a lot to produce a show like this. Indiegogo.com. Just search Everyone's Doing Great. We're going to put the link. uh, uh, You'll find the link on our webpage. You can go to EastamEntertainment.com or DavidEastam.com. Just click the interview. You'll see the link there. And, uh, again, I can't thank you guys enough for listening, supporting uh, just a couple small guys in Chicago, a couple knuckleheads, a couple nudniks. Um, Yeah, thanks for everything, and uh, we will catch you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bill and Dave Show.